This is Kate Moorhead Carroll in the podcast, Find It. Today, I want to talk about St. Francis and a miraculous conversation that happened many, many years ago. Two of our parishioners have gone to Ireland to scope out Celtic holy sites so that we can plan a pilgrimage from the cathedral where I serve here in Jacksonville, Florida. Almost every day, Catherine and Oween post pictures on Facebook of the things that they are seeing. I can tell that they are finding God in these old and beautiful spaces. I have gone on two pilgrimages in my life, one to Israel right after seminary and one to Assisi. The trip to Assisi in Italy happened almost by accident as I was blessed to officiate a wedding on the island of Capri. I know it's rough to have to suffer for Jesus like that. (laughs) Before the wedding, I got to rent a car and drive to Assisi, the place where St. Francis was born and spent most of his life. I was absolutely stunned at what I experienced in Assisi. I had never felt anything quite like it. I was overwhelmed by the presence of the saint himself. I felt him. His spirit was everywhere. I wanted to stay longer. I wanted to just sit in the church where his body is buried. It was this peace that passes all understanding. It was almost overwhelming. And it changed me. Who was this man? Francis lived for only about 40 years. Born in the late 1100s, the church was wealthy and consumed with the crusades, bloody wars. For 100 years almost, the Christians had been battling with the Muslims over land and power. The Pope reigned from Rome and the church had all authority and so much wealth. After serving in the military, Francis came home and had a vision of God that changed his life forever. God told him to fix up a little church in the town of Assisi. Francis gave up all his belongings, fixed up that church, and then wandered the land singing songs to the birds and living off bread that people gave him. Like a child, he was joyful and full of love for God. He would walk into a field and see flowers and tears would just stream down his face at the encounter with such beauty, God's handiwork, he would say. This is the Francis that we remember each year when we bless our pets, the Francis of the statues who's always holding an animal or looking down at one to bless it, the Francis who saw God's hand at work in nature, who made up songs to the moon and the sun, who lived simply and humbly. And I love this Francis, but Francis was more than just a simple man who loved the earth. He also modeled for us a kind of interreligious dialogue, a way of conversing with our enemies 
that we desperately need to remember today. This part of his story is not often told, I believe because it challenges us on a deeper level. I want to tell you the story of Francis and Sultan Malik al-Kamil. As I mentioned, the Crusades had been going on for almost 100 years. Christians had taken Jerusalem from the Muslims, and the Muslims had taken it back. Christians believed that they were to save lands from the Muslim heretics, and Muslims believed that they were to save the land from Christian kafir or infidels. People were slaughtered, cities demolished, and it just seemed to go on and on and on. Christians laid siege to an Egyptian city called Damietta, which sat on the River Nile. Like Jacksonville, the city was formed and shaped by the beauty and tides of the river. The Christians wanted to overtake the city, and so they had it surrounded. They would hurl fiery cannons into the city. The Muslims fought back and would emerge from the city gates and try to slaughter the Christian soldiers while they slept. Meanwhile, the city itself was starving. Francis and his companion, Brother Illuminato, traveled all the way from Italy to the site of this battle in Egypt. They carried nothing. It was late August when they arrived. A battle had been fought just a few days before. Corpses of men and horses were rotting in the heat. As Francis and Illuminato picked their way forward toward the city, across the no-man's land of dead bodies. Muslim soldiers rushed out and Francis simply cried out, Sultan, Sultan. He and Brother Illuminato were taken to the Sultan where a mysterious conversation occurred. It is hard to piece together what exactly happened in the Sultan's tent. Early manuscripts written just after Francis's death talk about the Sultan as the great beast who, don't, who didn't seem to give a whim about anything. But these accounts don't seem to give historical accuracy. Between the Muslim sources and the Christian latter sources, scholars have recently begun to piece it together. Sultan Malik al-Kamil could be ruthless, according to Muslim sources, but he was also very educated. He loved learning and dialogue. He loved to explore new topics and engage in debates. He found this simple man named Francis to be utterly fascinating. And Francis, too, was shocked to come to admire this Muslim leader. Historians noted that Francis spoke of his admiration for the Sultan and for the Muslim practices of prayer. Francis began by stating that he was there as an ambassador for the Lord Jesus Christ, and that if the Sultan would allow it, Jesus would save his soul. The Sultan was interested in hearing more about this Jesus and the man who loved him so much. Francis said, peace be with you. A European priest most likely was translating Francis's words to the Sultan, and the Sultan would have responded, Assalamu alaikum. We don't know what was said between these two men. Some sources say that the Sultan did learn to love the sound of Jesus, but claimed it would be impossible to convert given the battle that was going on. 
but he admired Francis. This was documented. And the Sultan tried to give Francis many gifts. Francis didn't want anything, though. He did end up taking one ivory horn, which he brought back with him to Assisi and used it to call people to prayer. Miraculously, Francis was not killed. Some historians say he was disappointed not to be martyred. He thought that was God's will. But there have been so many martyrs in the Crusades and other parts of Christian history. What Francis did was way more profound. It was really a millennia ahead of his time. By talking to a a man of another faith in a civilized and respectful manner, Francis was showing us all how we are to proceed if the world is to survive and thrive. We must learn to talk to one another. Evidently, they ate a meal together. Imagine that. Francis was moved by the way that the Muslim soldiers prayed to God five times a day by getting down on their knees and putting their foreheads to the ground. He respected their discipline and their devotion. The Sultan, in turn, was impressed by Francis's courage and his disdain for wealth and possessions. The two men admired one another. Our government may shut down because we cannot seem to agree on anything. Our media divides us so sharply that we no longer even know what the others are thinking or even think of them as people. Our world is ravaged by wars and misunderstandings. In the book of Job, God says, I am so much bigger than anything that you can comprehend. How can you fight when you understand so little? Why not learn from one another? Do any of you really possess the whole truth? I myself have always loved the metaphor of two ants at the base of Mount Everest arguing about how high the mountain is. One says, it's as high as five anthills. The other, it's as high as six anthills. And then they go to war, thinking they should kill the other one because they're right and the other one's wrong. Meanwhile, they're so far away from the vastness of the truth of God. None of us understand anything. That's why Jesus had to come in the first place, to show us how to walk with God, not how to intellectually understand God. Jesus said to love our enemies. Jesus said that only little children can grasp God, not us, not us arrogant adults who think we might have it right. No, it's the wonder of a child that brings us closer to God. It's that humility of open eyes and open hearts. I think we need to walk through the bloody fields of our mistakes with Francis and Brother Illuminato. Walk towards those who offend us, with whom we disagree, and try once more to listen to one another. Thank you for joining me in the podcast find it. Remember that if you keep searching for the divine presence, you will find it. 
I want to invite you, if you're interested in hearing more of these podcasts, to subscribe. Just hit the subscribe button and you will be informed of new episodes. And before we part ways, I pray that God will bless you and hold you, give you peace. Until we meet again.